0: Pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
1: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bop Kids, Megan trainer Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th, visit LiveNation.com ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sun 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot.
4: One. Welcome, man. Welcome, man. That's right. It's your boy T-Bob back from Disney. The Snaps boys are back. Huge. Thank you to the entire crew for holding it down when I was uh, out. Wait, what the fuck? Did I miss this? Huh. Whoa, we just rocketed past 10K? Yeah, without your ass,
2: you're you were holding us back the whole damn time. T, you were just holding us back the whole time. We're
4: almost at 11k now. I, just because I left for a week. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, was it just because? Like, are you that disconcerted by my pale, unhealthy appearance? What mm-hmm. is what is going on here, guys? Yeah. Oh man, hell yeah. Okay, well, celebrate. Did you not? Did world. you honestly? You had to have known. You know no. we are. Wow. No. Um, when I wow. tell you. I, this is probably, a- off. you've been just completely off, you've no so phone, I, nothing. So that's what I was going to say. This is probably a negative for my actual work. Right. Cause like I didn't do any sort of Jaden Daniel Heisman reaction. Like I didn't mm. do shit. Um, when I, I am a firm believer in, uh, working to live, not living to work. Right. Um, again, that's probably like a negative in this business where you have so many, bad asses who like work 24 seven and they're always on yada yada but nah man like when i go on vacation my ass is on vacation um it's 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 my literally my favorite part about being at disney is just it is the only time and i can travel with my kids everywhere right and you get elements of this right but i've gone to new york city with them and stuff like that and like there's some of this but it's not the same you're so uh present Mm -hmm. with your kids it's my favorite part like i got to hang out with quad bob more than i have this entire first year of his life my five-year-old ready rides my three-year-old all of us together so like nah man i did not i did not check in with anything that is awesome hell yes thank you so much uh everybody we got to plan something big for this week we'll do this now i apologize to not be more on it again i am re-acclimating to society but yes 10.6k, dude. Let's go to 11. Thomas Dixon is the guest. They had some firepower. Um, who all did we have on last week? <laughs> you're telling me you didn't watch the shows when you're on vacation? Uh, watch your voice, you no, didn't tune no, in live no. every but single you did great. day to watch us, but you did great, dude. You did awesome, dude. Wow. wow, wow.
2: No, I'm not gonna tell you. You can go back and watch the damn episodes if you want to okay. know.
4: Okay, yeah. great, awesome. And right.
2: sure, hey, make sure, make sure T Bob, when you go watching,
4: you hit the like button as well, hit that thumbs up. 10 K. Thank you all so much. That's awesome, man. That really is. We made it way before the natty. Yeah. get 15. 15 no, the, goal is, the the natty? goal is tw- uh, 12,500. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that yeah. kind of pacing it uh, mm-hmm. appropriately to where we've been at. All right. Um, thank you to everybody. hanging out the chat. We love you. Hit the share button, like button, all that sort of stuff. Y'all the best. That's awesome, dude. 10.6. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm maybe a little self-conscious now that we it up so much when I was gone, but that's Okay. It's okay, guys, I'm back now. Um, and we got a great show planned for you today. We're gonna to talk Jane Daniels, we in the Heisman over the weekend, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime heating up, and we got some quarterback transfers on uh on the uh well on the dinner plate as well. As the portal mm. and portal's pretty fun, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and maybe it's just because we do this job, and so like you you know, you always want more content, right? Stuff to talk about uh it's but like have you like do you even care about national signing day anymore i mean you kind of do i I kind of do it Um, doesn't not matter like you still want to be turning a top 10 class but it is markedly like five stars are always going to be exciting but mm -hmm. it's kind of more exciting talking about known quantities like guys that you know how good or not they are on the college level so look for plenty of that over the next few weeks, Um,
2: would actually this,
4: like when, when, when the video game
2: comes out. I guarantee you, for those that play and say football next year, you will be more invested in getting in the transfer portal than you will be high school. It's the we uh, want we yeah. want immediate gratification. Like we don't want to wait for some guy to develop for two or three years. We want True. a known commodity to come in, plug the hole that we that was left behind by someone else. And go out there and win tomorrow. Like no one wants to develop. No one wants to wait. And they just want to, you know, come in, win, come in, fill hole, win, and 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 keep the good times rolling. So um, I find it more interesting. Like you and you and I talk about this all the time with the, with the high school rankings or in in, in in signing day. Like we look at the health of a program by kind of the number of four and five stars you get, and all these. Yes, you get enough of them, that, you know. There'll be enough that that do succeed and help your program. But I know if I get X player who's played anywhere from 12 to 30, 49, 50 games for Dylan Gabriel, I know what I'm getting like Oregon. We're going to talk about Dylan. Like Oregon knows. Yeah. Quarterback is built for our offense. You know why? Because we've seen it. We saw it at UCF. We saw it at Oklahoma. The guy is going to play more games than Bo Nix in his career. If he stays healthy next year and he, it's perfectly into what we do with all the quicks and the bubbles and all that. Like you know, it's like a high school kid, you don't know. It might take two or three years. It's like those holes could be plugged just like that, which is to me way more useful right now and um a lot of fun to cover as well. So I'm with you. I I'd much rather talk about portal.
4: And um, and well, just look at transfer quarterbacks, and the success they're having, mm-hmm. right? Caleb Williams Heisman, uh obviously like Joe Burrow Heisman, uh Kyler Murray Heisman was a transfer uh Jaden daniels now mm-hmm. being added to that list uh jeff Sola, thank you for the ten dollar super check good for ut they're only kids once go tigers hell yeah man hell yeah man um uh we get to disney thoughts later the show right now let's talk about Jaden daniels as uh Jaden daniels lists a trophy wins yep. the heisman and i think there's a couple of interesting ways uh to to kind of have this conversation first were you at all surprised, Aaron? So if you look at the votes, it ended up being a pretty tight race between Michael Penix Jr. and Jaden Daniels. Bo Nix went from being the favorite to winning mm-hmm. nothing. He got shut out. Like, yeah. even, even, I think, I think Penix ends up with a Maxwell and a funny twist of events. Jaden Daniels is the Walter Camp player of the year, but Michael Penix Jr. is the first team Walter Camp All American. Why is that the case? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but what it does show is, It shows me two things. First off, we still love quarterback wins when deciding these things. And the only reason Jaden Daniels won, and I'll give you some numbers here in a minute, but the only reason he won is because he truly became just a statistical outlier. I mean, he did things we had never seen before. And so although Washington and the wins and beating Oregon twice was awesome, you at the end of the day were basically forced to give it to Jaden Daniels. Yeah, the numbers weren't
2: even close. I mean, listen, Penix led the country in passing yards. Um, I still think if Penix would not have fallen off the face, of the, not fallen off completely, but like it, Washington was winning, but we weren't really wash, watching. We weren't really noticing. And you look no. at his stats, and I and I and I kind of went over the stats, but just for those who who missed the episode, like you, you look at the the back end of the season for Michael Penix Jr. Like right up until he got to the Oregon game, you know, everything was 70% completion. I mean, he was balling, he was dealing, he was right in the thick of things for the Heisman conversation. Then all of a sudden, he played Oregon middle of the season and things went backwards 64%, 56%, had one game in the 70, another 57, 46, 54. Like, I'm sorry, but like, this isn't a, hey, which guy had the most Heisman moments in big time games? Like, yeah, Penix did that. Like, Penix against Oregon both times played well. I think he was like 3-0, if not 4-0, against top 25 teams. Like, when the big big games came along, he did play well. Um, But this is a full-year award. It isn't who showed up in the Big Time Moments Award. It's who played the best for a 12 or, if you're lucky enough, a 13-game season. And there's a five- or six-game stretch where he didn't play well. Just To be honest, like, let's be honest, like he did not not play statistically, well, yes. Yeah. And it, 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 it well. was a
4: couple of performances that were just flat out bad in there, yes. Yeah, where there is not one game that I
2: can point to for Jaden and say that it was even just good, like everything was great. No, even the incredible. losses was great. They lost to Florida State, maybe in the worst game, and he still threw for over 300 yards. People want to point to the Alabama game, go watch the damn game, he
4: was a superstar. Yeah. Superstar. He got knocked look, out of the game for goodness. Look sake. at what so, that Alabama defense just did to the Georgia offense that we thought was yeah. very good. And then go watch yeah, what easy. Jaden Daniels did to that Alabama defense. Uh and in high leverage moments, right? Mm-hmm. Needing the touchdown right before half, the touchdown to open up the second half. Had he not been knocked out, that would have been a game down the stretch just because of Jaden Daniels. So um, but but so yeah, no, if Penix had even stayed in the neighborhood, he would have won it. He would have won it. Right. If, if,
2: that, if that even if it was like mid sixty completion percentage and he was yeah. you know, throwing you know, multiple touchdowns a game, I think he would have won it because then you would have had the argument of hey, he, he he has the stats, better stats. He has obviously the, the better wins compared to to Jaden. He would have won it, but I just think that there was a there was about a month gap where it's kind of like where is Penix? What happened to Penix? What happened to the offense? What it, I think I cursed him because as soon as I said that hey Washington is this year's LSU offense. They kind of went to crap. So, yeah. (laughs) listen, LSU, I had your back. I had your damn back. I'm the reason why Jaden Daniels won the damn Heisman. So, you can thank me later. I got into their head.
4: They thought they were too good there on the West Coast. Um, Landon R says, Jane Daniels slash LSU fans have to double thank Arizona state one for sucking so bad. Daniel's transferred. And again, for giving Penix's his worst performance of the year to nerf his stats. That's actually, that's actually a great call. And like, if you're an LSU fan, you should be, you know, giving a little shout out to the devil today because, uh, they, they, they definitely were the kind of deciding element in creating LSUs. I mean. Think back to the Les Miles day of LSU football Mm -hmm. and then have somebody tell you in 2014, not a decade from now, LSU will have not one, but two Heisman quarterback winners and people would have told you you were fucking insane. Uh, And rightfully so. And yet here we are. Um, I got it. Or I, I think CT or maybe you, Aaron, somebody in the rundown came up with an interesting thought exercise here. Uh, when you look at Caleb Williams winning the Heisman last year and Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman this year, very similar, both in terms of you know teams that didn't really compete for any championships. Still, Caleb mm-hmm. didn't play a Pac-12 championship, um, where they lost, though, pretty disappointingly. But, uh, so the team's not that good overall, both having to overcome awful defenses, but both putting up pretty incredible stats, right? Both of them come out to about 4,900 total yards. Jaden had 50 total touchdowns. Caleb had 52 Total touchdowns. Mm. What do you think? Who had the better Heisman? And I'm not talking Caleb Williams this year. Yep. Was Caleb Williams last year or Jaden Daniels this year mm. better?
2: I would say Jaden this year better. Um, the plays that he made, especially running the football. I mean, they're, they're, they're similar, yet they're, they're very different. Um, obviously both created a ton of explosive plays through the air. You know, Jaden this year, I I was on an interview actually this morning talking about him. I've never seen a quarterback transform so much in one season no. from, from being able to throw the ball vertically down the field. And that goes to kind of what I, I had their spring game and talking with the coaching staff, they really challenged him. They put him in really uncomfortable situations for those 14 practices leading up to the spring game and said, you're going to become a better passer. Your ass is going to sit in the pocket and we're going to force you to throw the ball down the field. And he did it over and over and over and over again, and, and all of a sudden, you see the fruits of that labor during the springtime and offseason. season. I would say maybe some of the Patrick Mahomes moments you would lean towards Caleb, like those special plays where he's rolling around and throwing the ball off different arm angles, like that really cool stuff that you love if you're just a, a, a big a quarterback guy. But like as an overall athlete and explosive plays. What Jaden did running the football at times this year versus Alabama, some of those moments we talked about, uh, some of the runs he made. uh, I forgot what game it was towards the end of the season where he's Florida, yeah, Florida, Florida eighty-yard touchdown runs, like plays like that. To me, is what separated him from Caleb, and is and is what has turned him into now a potential. I don't think potential. I think a top fifteen, if not top ten, pick in the NFL draft.
4: Yeah, that, that
2: that speed down the field is rare.
4: That is, um, that seems to be all the talk in the NFL scouting streets. And I'm not talking here just like media hype, like legitimate scouts uh, talking about him being almost a consensus top 10 at this point. And it, it well, and if, and if we even look at Caleb Williams this year and you start to say, okay, who's going to be better in the NFL? It does become a bit interesting mm-hmm. because you mentioned the improvement of Jaden Daniels. And what that improvement speaks to more than anything is intangibles, right? Yeah. And so I know a lot of people who are physically gifted enough to play in the NFL, but are they smart enough? And do they have the work ethic, right? The maturity, all those things required. When you see a quarterback take the leap that Jaden Daniels did, that lets me know, okay, no, this dude worked his ass off. And mm-hmm. and we, we've talked about it. It's almost apocryphal at this point, right? Like all the early film studies. I got this new VR angle to talk about today, a new technology that Jaden was using this year that apparently he says really helped him, all sorts of crazy stuff. But the point is like his leap really shows you that he should score very high on the intangibles. And mm-hmm. if you look at Williams versus Daniels this year, both are having to overcome awful defenses and you could feel Caleb Williams pushing at times. Mm-hmm. Somehow despite the fact that Jaden Daniels had 90 plays of 20 yards or more, it never really felt like he was pushing to the point where bad stuff was happening. Mm-mm. Like he was being explosive while playing uh, within himself. I will say this
2: though, and uh, this is not the dog Jaden by any means, but he should have had a, Malik neighbor should have won the, 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 was the political off the, the award yeah, for the best receiver. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Marvin Harrison, you won one by one vote.
2: Yeah. He, Malik Neighbors was the best receiver in college football this year. You know, maybe a yeah. day over there at Washington. I think he obviously the, should be in the conversation as well. But like Malik Neighbors was an absolute beast. So was Brian Thomas. You had two elite receivers. You had which I believe is going to win it. But they're on the. I think they're the final four for the Jim Moore Award uh, for for best offensive line in the country. I think, that, I think they're going to get it. I think I really do. Like I've been trying oh, wow. to push like a lot. All the all the guys that I know are voting for the award. I've been for like two months now. Be like, dude, LSU's the best offensive line. Like you freaking know they are. Um, you have you have maybe the best offensive line. We'll see what the vote is. But looking at the finalists, I think they are the best. And I believe a guy that got nipped, gypped to be the best receiver in the country. It's like that's my one worry. If, if the committee go, or NFL kind of scouts saying, okay, Caleb did not have a great offensive line. You know, receivers were good, not great. You didn't have a defense. Yeah, we know Jaden didn't have a defense, but you know, similar yeah, to like, the Knox. Yeah, similar to like the Knox for Carson Beck that we talked about at times this year. He never got touched. He had elite receiver play, um, had a stable of running backs.
4: Uh, so and I thought they, like, like, I'm not,
2: he utilized it in a big way. Like, I'm not going to take it away. Like, watching him throw the football, he was making NFL throws. Yeah, did he benefit from all the, the other factors? 100%. But doesn't take it away that if I'm an NFL scout, I'm checking off a lot of the boxes of what he can do as a quarterback
4: so that is true i used this argument with uh, alabama a lot in the past where you had to be careful with trying to scout alabama players right because they run into a problem where the hole is greater mm-hmm. than the sum of its parts where on any given day the whole team is just that much more talented than whoever they're playing so everybody looks better but in the nfl individually you're going to be on an even playing field mm-hmm. and so can you then succeed there that's a very good point on Daniels. Now, the extraordinary amount of success he had, I would lean towards him. And as Greg Lamont says in the chat, the NFL quarterback meta is kind of shifting towards Jaden, but it's also actually mm-hmm. shift towards, towards Caleb as well. But, yeah. uh, but, but here's why I clearly think that Jaden Daniels' year this year was better than Caleb Williams, and it's just because he did things that we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Jaden Daniels somehow who would have ever guessed before the season Jaden Daniels is going to go down as the FBS all-time leader for quarterback rating 208 Mm. the highest that's ever been done over the Mm. course of an entire Mm. season Um, if you look at all 131 quarterbacks in the FBS this year that attempted 150 more passes he leads like I said in rating he leads in yards per attempt so remember rating is about the efficiency Yards per attempt is explosivity. He leads in uh, expected points added per drop back, which is just, it's just a, a single analytical metric that tries to be like, uh, okay, how good are you on any given play, right? He leads in completions of 20 yards or more. Um, he joins Bryce Young, Joe Burrow, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, the only players to score 50 touchdowns in a 12-game mm. sample. Um, and then there is the Florida game where he became the first player ever to throw for 350, run for 200 in a single game, accounts for five total touchdowns in the game. He's the first player in FBS history to have 12K passing, 3K rushing. So like, yeah, dude, that's a lot of never have been done before. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you go nine and three and still win a Heisman Trophy. 100%. As a, as only, a quarterback.
2: Hey, the only knock I got, uh, and I want to answer one question in the chat for this, the only knock I got on, on Jaden for the next level he needs to go to like a, a baseball training camp and learn how to slide, learn how to get a bounce. I mean, because they're going to pay yeah. him way too much money to get jacked up the way he got jacked up this year. I mean, the amount of times that I saw him get lifted, someone in the chat brought up too, even like Jalen Carter last year. It wasn't his fault. Well, that, was awesome, him, that, that was awesome, dude. That was just sweet. Thing. <laughs> but like, you know, the amount of times that I saw Jaden, one time, I remember one time he was running, stopped, and got lifted. And I think went backwards about four yards in the air, like got completely yeah. bitched. Yeah. Like that needs to stop. You're going to get paid way too much money to 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 not run like a you know at certain times, uh, looking like a, a you know Bambi running across the street and then just stopping in the middle of the road as soon well, as the lights hit you.
4: It's weird because he has that steady cam running style, yeah. where his upper body stays on this even plane and his legs mm-hmm. do all this crazy stuff. But he runs high. He, runs he doesn't really high. lower his shoulder right, and that's going to yeah. get you in trouble. Hey, look! But Joe Burrow had to learn the same thing. He very famously did not slide in college and he learned year one. Oh, okay. I'm going to, yeah, but Joe, Joe, that wasn't Joe's uh, Emma. Like
2: Jaden's part of his, what makes him that next level is his running. Like Joe. Yeah. Like the, the moving in outside the pocket, the extending plays like that's, that's all great. But I think what gets Jaden people excited is the running ability. Like, I don't think anyone was drafting Joe Burrow number one because of his legs. No,
4: no, no. I just mean that Joe Burrow had a firm stance said though. He was like a never slide boy. And yeah. I know Jaden thinks himself as be very tough as well, and he obviously proved that. But yeah, you gotta—you can feel like you're tough when you got just knocked around as much as he did. Like, I got well, because you him. get back up, dude. Uh, That's what toughness is. Hey, about how hard you get, it's about how hard you can get yeah, him. But, but it it back back a
2: smart, smart player too, though. You have to be a little bit smarter. Yeah, um, you should. Frothy Tavern. Does Aaron keep his yeah, SEC yards records if Will Will transfers out of the SEC now? Yes. Yeah, records Let's are safe, go, dude. boys get the hell oh, is he out are, is he officially out i don't think it's official but okay. i mean pretty pretty
4: early indications it's washington i believe um well okay so final thing here and then we get into heights mechanics for 2024 but uh there's question of can jaden be a top 10 nfl draft pick so dane brugler mm-hmm. is the athletics uh lead nfl draft editor or writer and i'll just read a paragraph from what he wrote um and no, that was not a O impression. It was like a really shitty sliced alone. In one of the Rockies, he gives that speech. Right, life, life's not about how hard you hit; it's about how hard you can get it and keep cutting up. Uh, and the uh, here's Dan Brugler quote: And the eyes of the NFL, no college prospect helped themselves more significantly this season than Jaden Daniels, mm-hmm. and the Heisman Trophy feels like the cherry on top." His dual threat skills and ability to create explosive plays are traits that have NFL scouts excited. He accounted for an astounding 90 plays of 20 plus Mm. yards in 2023. His continued improvements in his decision making and processing are why he appeared in the top 10 of my first mock draft. And NFL evaluators are running out of reasons why he can't be an impactful starter at the next level. Over the last 15 years, 10 Heisman winners were also top 10 picks in the NFL draft, and there may be two more in April with Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. So, yeah, Jaden Daniels really rocking it up, and it's hard to, you know, it's not easy. Excuse me, it's not hard to see why. Right, mm-hmm. his comp is Lamar Jackson. He throws a beautiful deep ball. You need—he's well, a better—he's he a better passer. Read? He's a better passer out of college.
2: Sure. Better passer coming out of college.
4: Then, and than, the questions yeah. were, could he make the reads? Could yep. You throw with anticipation, and he proved all that and then some mm-hmm. this year. Um, I won't go too deep on it now, we'll save for another day, Aaron. But they got a pretty awesome technology, a new VR technology being invo- being uh, uh, evolved right now yep. at LSU with this, ger- these two Germans. And Jaden started using it the week of the Mississippi State game. And he later upped his usage to three times a week. And he told uh, one of the trainers, Jack Marucci, who made Marucci bats, which revolutionized the baseball bat industry. Um, He told Marucci that it helped him increase his, it it feel like it helped make his reads uh, by 70 to 80% better. Jack was expecting like a 5% inch. I'm going to go check out the VR headset later this week. And so I'll have a firsthand view of what it's actually like. And I can, can you get a video of it? on it?
2: Like, can you can we actually get video of you watching whatever's in the VR?
4: You could see to... me. You could see me watching. I don't know if I if I can how I would get like a screen grab of what I'm seeing. But maybe so. Maybe so. That's I'll uh I'll I'll see what they allow yeah. me to do or don't. So I'll I'll come back with that. Anyway, Jade Daniels, awesome. Can't wait to watch me in the NFL. Um I know right now a ton of Saints fans, after having to watch the debacle that is Derek Carr, are just beside themselves with the idea that maybe the Saints could somehow get their hands on him. And you thought Michael Vick in Atlanta was a big deal? It was. Mm. But, dude, put Jane Daniels in, in mm. New Orleans? Mm. Mm. Um, That'd be awesome. I have not summarized my vacation, BB. We can get to Disney thoughts at the end. Uh, Aaron, if I were to ask you for your top five Heisman candidates for 2024, what are we looking at? Ooh.
2: We, all right, my top five. I don't think in any exact order. I'll try to get them as best like in my mind of what what the top five would look like. But I think you got to start with Jalen Milrow at at Alabama. Yeah, I agree. We talk about someone progressing as much as as Jaden progressed from last year to this year. Jalen was was not the guy. They went into the portal to bring someone else in because they didn't think that he was going to be the guy. He ends up winning it out, becoming the starter. We all know gets benched and does a play versus and stuff. And then since then, it's, it's really been a completely different quarterback. And time that that you can be as dual threat as him, and he's a better runner than, than Jaden Daniels is. He's faster, he's a little thicker, a little quicker. Yeah. Obviously, he has not used that part of a game as much this season. It'd be interesting to see if, if they want to implement that a little bit more next season. But you know he's gonna have a ton of talent around him. You know, the offense line is going to be continue to hopefully progress for his sake. And he's going to have the entire offseason where he is QB1. There's no competition. He gets spring to be QB1. He gets fall to be, you know, yeah. summer and fall camp to be QB1. Uh, he has a lot of confidence. He's playing with it. I think he'll be playing with it more next year. And when you're on a team like Alabama, you're going to get a lot of love. So uh, I even think he got a couple votes this year for for the Heisman, which is a whole nother topic about who should be voting for this damn award. But Jalen 100% is going to be in it. Uh, Shadur Sanders, who we're about to get into a little Dion talk with an improved offensive
4: line with some weapons around him. He's gonna be in it. Um I think I mean, Carson Gabriel, Beck, Carson Beck should probably be the second name mentioned, though. Yeah. After Milrow, I feel. If he's coming <laughs> back. I think Shadur. Um, I think because I think they're gonna put up big stats. Yeah, but Carson Beck's gonna do it at Georgia and Hill. Like Carson Beck put up pretty massive stats this year. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, it I think he's in my list. In the SEC, but I would, I would, I would score at Milrow. Beck Shadur still seems like the. I know Dion's going to make this team significantly better. Going to the Big Twelve, they should have better mm-hmm. chances to win games. Shadur I would put still Quinn. feels like I would such put, I would a put long shot.
2: Over Carson, I'd put you really? over Carson. Yeah, better weapons. We'll see what the weapons look like, but I mean, just I think Sark is is more. Apt to wanting to to throw the football. And I know Georgia, Georgia did That's something hard. a little bit more this year throwing it, you know, but I think a, a part of it had to do with I, I don't know if there's an elite running back. Like the running backs got better, but I don't think you can say like either of those guys, are like NFL type running backs. You know, I think Georgia's obviously in the running right now for ETN for Florida. Uh their top running back got hurt right before the season started. So he'll be back next year. They got another young freshman they really like in Branson. So I think they Kirby may want to get back to a little bit more balance, a little bit more running where I think Sark will always be a little bit more in the heavy pass side. So I would lean a little bit more to, to, to Quinn over Carson, but Carson will be in it. Um, And then I think Dylan Gabriel at at Oregon, like I talked about earlier, he's a guy that will surpass Bo Nix for the most career starts in a career. And he's an offense that fits him perfectly. Uh, he's going to be on a contending football team with a lot of youth on that football team. You look at the roster. There's a lot of guys returning for Oregon next season. Um, he was in the discussion this year after the Texas win. I think Dylan will be another guy that should be on that list early in the season for, for a contender.
4: Uh, so I, I, okay. I, I would go Milrow. Like you said, Milro, you were okay. Milrow Ewers back. Certainly. Um, Dylan Gabriel, I feel like I would almost go Travis Hunter over Shadur Sanders just because that's a lot of quarterbacks. And I know quarterbacks win this award, but sometimes they like to throw a guy in if they can. And if Colorado wins more and Travis Hunter avoids getting hurt next year, like with another year of seasoning too, thinking about how dominant he could be with better offensive line play offensively, and then just he's already a shutdown corner. Like that could – I would actually maybe score him a little bit higher odds. Okay, so give me your fifth guy then. Give me give me your fifth guy that that makes it on this list.
2: Uh Jackson Dart. Jackson yeah. Dart,
4: third year,
2: Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. Um, bring back some weapons as well. Uh, I think they're they're in the running now for a couple of top receivers in the portal. Uh, you saw from him, same thing from year one to year two, how much better he got. He's going to get even better next season. In year three, with Lane Kiffin back again as the head coach, So I think Jackson can work his way. And the, Jackson be the integral, The problem is he'll put up the stats. I don't know if he can put up the Jaden Daniel stats to to overcome yeah. being probably we'll eight four. Now. Yeah, eight yeah. Four, nine and 3
4: team. Yeah, I mean that's a that 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 will be the thing with him. I'm trying to think about where where did Dart end up uh, this year. <laughs> 13th yeah i'm just looking at stats okay yeah he would to take a yeah but
2: he's another he's another dual threat guy like he's gonna get you some rushing touchdowns he's gonna get no you doubt. passing touchdowns
4: um all right so those are little heisman candidates maybe 2024 other names we kind of bond, bandied about uh ollie gordon maybe mm-hmm. returning the running back from oklahoma state uh, luther burden He's somebody who I would say could maybe break through as a non quarterback as well. Uh, we will see. Uh, as we did mention, though, we mentioned Trudor Sanders' name. We meant uh, we mentioned Travis Hunter's name. Of course, both didn't play for Dion. And uh, here's a quote that Dion gave to the Dan Levitard show uh before the portal opened up. He said, uh, quote, I'm in the portal like I'm in the portal, like I'm not hard to find. I'm not hard to find. And guess what? I'm finding linemen. You guys watch this play. What did you say? If they had some of those guys to be right there, guess what today is portal day. And mm. I'm going to go get those things you said I need. And well, he's done just that. So out of the high school ranks, he gets Jordan Seaton, who is the number one offensive tackle in the country beats out Ohio state, Alabama, Tennessee for Seaton. Then he goes and gets uh, Justin Mayers from UTEP. Who mm-hmm. is on threes number three overall interior offensive lineman in the portal right now? He gets a right tackle from Indiana and Khalil Benson. He gets a right guard from Houston and Tyler Johnson. And he gets a center from UConn and Yukiri Walker. So I don't know if all these guys will work out, but Dion potentially looking at a fresh new five starting up front.
2: Yeah. Well, this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Like you can, you can fix your problems pretty fast in the portal era. Like he he fixed a lot of problems last year. You, you bring in you bring in the skill. You know he wanted to start with skill first. He wanted to bring in obviously his yep. son and Travis and receivers and 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 get get that part of the team rolling. Create the buzz. Create this sexiness. Create the excitement. Year two is now create the the interiors. You know create the size, the strength, the bully ball mentality. Build the offensive line. Build the defensive line. So I, I think he needs. To, I need, I know there's a focus on you know, a little bit selfishly for him. How do I protect my son? That's his boy. You want to protect your son? I get it. But you also need to look at the other side of the, of the line as well. Like it was, you're a team that couldn't protect, you couldn't run, but you also couldn't stop the run either. You couldn't get after the quarterback consistently. So I think you need both sides a little bit if you truly want to be a contender in the new look Big 12 next season. But you may be able to outscore everyone. Like you have, you, you probably have one of the best quarterbacks returning in that conference. Uh, if not the best quarterback, a potential first round guy. You have the most gifted athlete in America that can play both ways. You'll have other talented receivers. If you could just protect and even even give the ability to run the football to create some balance, you'll score 40 plus points a game. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if he can get some defensive linemen now, too, through the portal. But um, we knew Dion was gonna be able to do this. I'm just happy that he's he's hit it
4: hard. Well, early. but 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 hold on now, but hold on now, because we thought he would then everybody kind of thought he wouldn't, right? Like it, well, it was, it, it, was it, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a deal
2: where we thought that we didn't think the high school, but we knew he would hit the portal hard. That's different.
4: But there was still, there was still ideas out there floating about that. Maybe Dion wasn't landing, uh, with transfers or with high school guys, as as well as he was uh, kind of that th- as well as we would all thought at the beginning, and then he lands a five star tackle, and then he gets these guys like, oh okay, well maybe maybe that was. Listen, I talked to a couple. I
2: talked to a couple Georgia guys about Dion. A couple guys in the portal, and I was just like joking with them, like, if Dion call, would you pick up? Like, hell yeah, it's Dion, duh, dude, yeah, yeah like, they, sure. they, like people. These kids are like you. You and I may be different because of your you know, age, our experience. But put yourself back into your eighteen to twenty-two year old self, and this is for everyone in the chat too. Put yourself into your shoes of eighteen to twenty-two year old, and all these coaches are calling you, and then Deion Sanders calls you. Yeah, your level of excitement is through the roof. So, like, I don't know, man. I think I think he's going to do just fine in the portal, and obviously, he has already done that as well. And now you got a couple guys that can maybe plug in and play right away uh, from from the freshman class as well.
4: Uh, so Texas rocks says, um, last I checked new O line groups don't work well together. That's the thing about Colorado. It's not about creating a Joe Moore offensive line. They were just so awful. It's like how we talk about LSU's defense, like Uh just be average. Like, they were so awful, yet still found so much offensive success that if they could just be an average Mm -hmm. offensive line, then the ceiling becomes way higher. I think that's also, like, I feel you, Aaron, they need to get better defensively, but given the skill weapons that they have, the path to improving offensively is just so much clearer that it's, like, Mm -hmm. we need to first, like, because you got to prioritize. You have limited resources monetarily. Hours in the day-wise, how much energy you have. And so you have to prioritize where are we going, where are we not. And so going O-line this hard out the gate makes so, a lot of sense.
2: And I, and I guess, too, you have to look at the conference you're joining, too. I mean, you're joining a conference with Cincinnati, Baylor, BYU, Houston, yeah. TCU, UCF, Kansas, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Kansas State, Iowa State, um, Oklahoma State. Like, like, where do you want to be? personality-wise you had that league i think there's nothing wrong with being a little just bit score more offensive a point. Yeah, just yeah, score points. yeah i mean the only team that might play defense in that league is going to be utah next year which uh, you know, well, that's another one cam rising when it comes to heisman discussion back for his 20th year
4: you know uh no 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 utah quarterback will not win the heisman that no there's just no chance uh kale McCollum, hey TO, how'd you let murray get the 10k without you Take another week off. You may get to 20K. Fuck you, Caleb. Chill out, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to do that that aggressive. Um, yeah. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up. 10K. Heck yeah. Okay. Look, I want to talk about some of these quarterback transfers. Uh, but first, let's hear from our friends at DraftKings. Hey, you. Listen up. The NFL season is rolling right along, and DraftKings, as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is bringing you all the action and all the best deals. Look me in the eye. If you somehow have not signed up for DraftKings yet, well, I got a great deal for you. Download the app, use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, and when you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets Instantly, what you can then go play with. But T Bob, I love snaps. I love you. And I've already signed up. Well, guess what? DraftKings is taking care of all their customers throughout spooky season as you get game day sweeteners the entire month of October. So whether you're new, whether you've been around here for a while, DraftKings is the most fun place to play. It's taking care of you again. If you're signing up for the first time, promo code T Bob. NFL bet nets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So let's have some fun watching the games this spooky season. DraftKings, the crown is yours gambling problem call 100 gambler in new york call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467 369 in west virginia visit www.1800gambler.net please play responsibly in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of boot hill casino resort in kansas must be 21 or older in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gaming resources the eligibility or six supply. bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at jlab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as
2: you are perfect for calls listening to podcasts and working out they are built for every single moment jLab is proud to partner with powerhouse College Athletics UCLA Duke Gonzaga Indiana St John's TCU Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. J joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit
0: JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine.
4: All right, let's talk quarterback transfers real quick. There's a few to mention. I'm going to end with the most exciting one. Uh, so we'll start with the kind of boring one. Uh, Blake shaping to Mississippi State. I sounds good. Just I, like, I know, dude. I I mean, he's played some good
2: football. Um, it's a Band-Aid. It's a band They 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 just need to get through next year with an experienced quarterback and and make it respectable as as they try to build this program up. But um. Doesn't like you know it, it. It wasn't the super sexy get, but it's Mississippi State with 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 a team that didn't go bowling. Like I don't know what your expectations. Jeff were be. And
4: Blake Shapin don't get you mm. fired up, dude. No, mm. the pencil. Damn.
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, the big dude, answer, hey, listen. It, 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 it does fire me up because it's not Will Rogers and Jeff Levy. so I, I kind of am pumped about it because my records are safe. That's true.
4: That is that's a great point. I agree yep. with that. That is the snaps angle. Uh, somebody you know more about than I do. This is like hard to comment on as an outsider. Brock vandegriff going from Georgia to Kentucky. Mm. <sniffs> It ah, here it football? is here it is guys here it is guys he's finally about to talk shit about vandegrift now that he's no i can see it whenever I,
2: when I ever said like super
4: anything super positive about it never said anything too positive but but i get but it feels feel like a man i know but but you want some practice you were telling us all about how carson beck was on a different level this entire yeah, time and when when it was i ever said I that about, about brock, brock? No, and no, well, what I'm saying bro. is, no, what I'm saying is you've had negative takes that you've been hiding under a bushel because he had that red and black on. So give us your honest Brock Vandegrift take now that he's going to be wearing the checkered blue. Uh, I, uh, If I was a Kentucky fan, I would have
2: a lot more confidence or did have a lot more confidence in Devin Leary coming in than I do Brock Vandegrift. And obviously we saw how that played out. I just don't know. Like, you, you don't, he hasn't played football. I have no idea. As, as for me, seeing where Brock was two years ago, to seeing where he is now when I go watch practices at Georgia, is he better? hundred percent under he's a better thrower. he's he's great size. He's athletic. He can run. I don't know what he will look like in a football game. I really don't. I think you're getting an unknown player, an unknown player. like and I don't even know if he like if he's going to be guaranteed to start. He has to go earn a position. He's not like some guy yeah, that's coming no, in with a but, season under his belt. I mean, but I'm sure a he, was like a, he was like a five-star coming out. He was a five-star quarterback, but yeah. I, I don't think that matters. You haven't played college football. You haven't been a five-star in three years. I don't think anyone in that locker room really cares. Oh, you were a five-star quarterback three years ago in high school. What have you done since uh, set the bench?
4: no for sure but I mean, mean he's I mean, gonna go he's earn it, it. I am just been, saying like behind Stetson Bennett and Carson Beck I'm not saying he's gonna be a starting job either but if I was a Kentucky fan again it is still exciting to get a five-star transfer especially one where I can explain away it was Stetson Bennett and Carson Beck who both were awesome yeah. and older than him so you know him not starting is not actually some big indictment you think he sucks because you saw him at practice and you don't actually think he's that good and you won't say it, but that's it. and we have not talked about it. But that's how that is at me reading between the lines here with how you're talking about him. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. But here's the big one: Dylan Gabriel to Oregon. Ooh, I love does it. He does he immediately it. become the best quarterback in the Big Ten? I think he does. Wow. I, the, the, the question will be: Does
2: JJ come back from Michigan? And I even think if JJ comes back from Michigan, I would still lean Dylan, not from like a sense of like NFL potential, but like who's gonna have the better season next year. We know Michigan's not gonna change from what they're doing. They're just not, you know, they didn't change that much this year. I don't think they're gonna change much next year. Like Hardball knows what it takes to win, and he's gonna continue to do it. Um, and that means JJ's gonna throw the ball at times seven times in the game. and, and Dylan for Oregon. Is going to throw the ball 30, 35, 40 times per game. He, he He's fit perfectly for what they do. Yeah. He excels in that type of offense. He's built for it. He's built to come in there tomorrow. And you give him two weeks to figure out the offense. He can go out there and throw for 70% and three touchdowns. Plus, he's got not? the legs on top of that. I mean, he's, 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 you could not have asked for a better situation for him or for Oregon post bow Knicks.
4: And he made the big play. I mean, he, you know, big 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 legendary drive to beat mm-hmm. Texas, which is there anything more um representative of current college football that you could have an Oklahoma quarterback that led a legendary Red River Red River final drive to mm-hmm. win the game in mm-hmm. just unreal fashion mm-hmm. and then the next year he's playing football in fucking Oregon. <laughs> like what? That is crazy to think about. 10 and 2. Take your team to 10 and 2. Yeah. And, and you beat uh, a playoff team. You beat the Big 12 champs head to head, your arch rival in a massive game. And it just tells you where NIL is, where they, they got their, the, you
2: want to talk about five star quarterbacks? You know, they got their big five star quarterback in Jackson Arnold.
4: So that's what and, I was going to say. Was this Dylan Gabriel being forced out? Do you think? Yes. Yes. Huh. Why would he leave? I don't know. I thought, well, that's my only inter- my other interpretation would be, okay, he's either being forced out for Arnold, or he didn't like Venables, and Jeff Levy's gone.
2: Um, I mean, I, could, I can see the Jeff Levy angle of, you know, I was, I think Dylan, I think he's mature enough and knows that I, I am a certain I'm a, I'm a quarterback that has made specifically first-turn offense. Mm-hmm. And now my, my and that's why I went to Oklahoma to be with Levy. He leaves, and, and I don't know what this offense is necessarily going to look like next. Uh, and I think it's a mixture of that, but I do think that there's a little bit more of a push of Dylan. You're a really good quarterback. You're a good college quarterback. What you gave us this year is maybe the best, but we have this five-star guy that we think is a potential Heisman caliber top 10 NFL quarterback. We need to get him on the playing field or we may lose him. I think that may have been a conversation too of like, you know, there may have been a conversation with Jackson Arnold saying, Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm on a player. I'm leaving yeah and coaches and that's to say, like mean, who, who are we going to build this offense around for the next two
4: years well it's going to be jackson yeah that is where it kind of gets interesting too because like dylan gabriel could be the better quarterback today but if you have the staff believe that arnold has a higher ceiling you may have to eat some shit in the short term try to mm-hmm. develop arnold and then hope for greater rewards in the uh in in in, in the future um which I think for I, for, don't, for, I for, don't I still
2: don't for it's, Dylan it's a better situation I don't care like tell I know that. I know, like, I know like no for me definitely to go is. there is way better than me being in Oklahoma going to the SEC with a new OC
4: yeah I agree I also it's so weird that I still don't know how to fully feel on Brent Venables and I know Oklahoma fans are gonna give me shit like what are you talking about you went from six and seven to 10 and two like you're right back in the 10 wins that you wanted to and it's like yes yes but now what you've lost your oc did they lose their dc as well i don't think they lost their dc um i mean i guess it wouldn't matter because it's you know rentables kind of system anyway but but you lose your oc you lose dylan gabriel i don't know man i i think what it is is outside looking in Venable seems so intense. I struggle to see him like connecting with some of these modern-day players, but he must. He must. I mean, still do a better job, but we'll see Oklahoma. we we'll go find out in the mm-hmm. SEC next year. Uh, Alan Cruz can't wait for that Texas-Bama rematch. Let's not count our chickens yet. I can't believe that I didn't get to sit here on rail on the just fucking bureaucratic, political beauty pageant nonsense that was Alabama. Hey, how
2: about you learn years. to not schedule a family vacation in, in during football season? How about that to, Yeah, Two back to yeah. back years we schedule a a pregnancy, a birth of a child, and then we schedule a trip to Disney right around SEC Championship Weekend. I mean like can we not hold off another month? Like can we just not hold off to the middle of
4: January? Working to live not living to work. Mm-hmm. Uh Just Just leaving Hester and I out the dry in one of the most important weeks of the color football season, but it's okay. I mean, bro, I skipped going to the Heisman in New York. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like Greg said, playoff invitational. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. Uh, But T-Bob, the best teams got, the best teams in your opinion. Like, Mm. did we all just fucking forget Alabama almost lost to Auburn? Yeah. And you're telling me that Florida State team couldn't beat them? Like get the hell out of here, dude! You don't get to tell me that. Uh, to Arkansas,
2: don't forget. Almost lost to Arkansas too.
4: It's 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 kind of funny though because it's it's one of those deals where, okay, y- y- you see this a little bit in like like certainly like politics or maybe your job or something like that where you get fed a pile of shit uh that you didn't deserve and and you're angry about it and you're we and you're like weeping and gnashing teeth you're tearing up your shirt like this is horse shit and then you know what you do you just shut up and you eat the shit Mm -hmm. because you need the job you can't affect anything politically or you're just obsessed with college football so, yes, I would love to be more principled and, and boycott college football for ruining the idea of the regular season or meritocracy, right? Showing that the great and grand regular season was nothing but a bunch of old men behind the curtain in Texas. But I'm still going to watch Alabama mm-hmm. and Michigan play each other. And that's where I'm the sucker. Yeah. And so that was that's what I came to peace with throughout my week at Disney. Right, was just like resigned acceptance of the fact that Greg Sankey he already knew he knew from the beginning he's not making those quotes Mm-mm. unless he unless he already knows that they were in, no matter what. Um, and you know what pisses me off if Alabama wins it, people are gonna say, "See, we told you so," and that completely misses the point of the argument. I'm saying they don't deserve the opportunity. I'm not saying they can't win a national championship. It's just like if Florida State goes and loses to, uh, who are they playing, Ohio State? Georgia. <laughs> shit, gotta catch up, man. Huh? Uh, but it's like if Florida State goes and loses to Georgia, everybody's like, see, we told you so, but no, it doesn't prove shit. I'm talking about who deserves to be there, okay? And yeah, Alabama consistently gets the benefit of the doubt and gets opportunity to win these championships where other teams do not. Because, I mean, you're what, you're telling me if you think Alabama's better than Florida State, that Georgia's not? Where does it end? Where does it end? Mm. Committee?
2: I know Julius, Julius in the chat loves, loves him some Penn State. There's no way in hell Penn State would sniff within 10 points of Alabama if they didn't match up face-to-face. I'm just going to tell you, you no know, right now.
4: Uh no, not yeah, Penn State's offense would get eaten alive, just destroyed. By that they would move the defense. football. They may
2: not cross. They may be like a, it may look like an Iowa offense for the day. I do that think
4: happened. that Penn State's defense would hold up very well. But I do if, too. Not not enough in the end. Though. I do too. Not I enough too. in the end. I agree. Um, It'd be a really
2: fun about seventeen to three football game.
4: Huh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, just like the South Florida score. You mm-hmm. fucking eye test Andes. And I don't have to explain the eye test because I don't go by the eye test. Okay. Y'all are the ones that have to make peace of the fact you're just telling me Alabama's better when they should have lost a six and six Auburn. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, I had to get that off my chest. I'm done taking sure. of that. Um, all right. Here at the end of the show, I got some Disney thoughts. First off, um, it's it's just simply fantastic, it's the best. Uh, ideally you want to be staying on the monorail, right? Me and Aaron were talking about it before the show. Didn't get to this time because my, my, my wife's parents did it. Whatever. It was awesome. Very thankful. Uh, but the bus, look, there's buses everywhere you need to go, but there's nothing better than hopping on that monorail. It feels like you're living in the future. Uh, the best part of Disney, it's not the rides. The rides are awesome. They're very fun, but it honestly be a little cheesy here. It's just being present. With mm-hmm. your kids again, I I I I just I you're so locked in with them all week long, and it's so much fun. Um, and I will double triple dog down double stamp on it that there is no better beer in the world than an Epcot beer, dude. Mm-hmm. At the end of a long day, drinking around the world, enjoying nice weather, walking around. Um, and yes, Ryan, I am planning on bringing the Friday Chill stream back this week, so don't worry about that. Uh, but, uh, but yes, it, it was also be careful, be careful, especially nowadays where sometimes managing a Disney trip requires its own like system of learning and logistics into a lightning name need to wake up at 7am to make sure you're getting selections and blah, blah, be careful going to the park with people. You don't have theme park chemistry with the bigger you grip guts, the more unwieldy it's going to be become the more bathroom visits you're going to have to have a, a, a constantly arresting momentum, mm-hmm. the more grumbles, the more people that need to be fed, the more people that are hungry. It's like, it's like modern day military actions, mm-hmm. uh, like a special forces smaller group can be way more effective than just these large volume, uh, uh, uh armies. So I get it. You want to go with your cousins, maybe you want to go with your friends. They're, I'm just saying, just make sure y'all are all on the same page. Because I don't like a big group in a theme park. I like to be a tight unit moving moving all as one. And that gets harder to do the more and more people that you have. But God, I love it. I'm already yeah. planning my trip to go back, dude. I'm trying to go back in like March or February or something. You, you tell see. me, boy. We'll do a snap trip. Let's go. Snap I, trip. I, I mean, that's what we just talked about, theme park chemistry, though, right? Well, I mean, we, maybe, I maybe I think we get we have good chemistry. I think, I we think know we No, we have great chemistry. The the thing is though say the
2: theme park, we get we'll be fine.
4: You don't want to have to stick together all day with each other. No, no, now, no, no. I really don't do want to stick thing, with you all day anyways. And then if we go meet at Epcot at the end of the day for some beers, I mean, there we go. All right, maybe hit up the old Rosa Crown, head over to Canada, to, to Japan, wherever. Um, some guy heard Disney beer is the best because you pay 40 bucks a pint. That's the other part. When you go to Disney, if you are thinking about money at all, you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. you have to accept that you're going to deal with that day when it comes you're going to deal with that credit card bill when it comes and that's when you allow yourself to feel the squeeze and get stressed out when you're there just treat money like it's monopoly money uh, financially irresponsible yes but makes it all way more enjoyable just fuck it get Apple pay on your watch and just keep doing this the whole time just bleep, 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 and you'll be good to go you're going to love it um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See you um yeah like subscribe subscribe. like subscribe thank you so much for 10k um it's awesome the road to 15k begins now so uh go ahead and all that good stuff and we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of snaps
3: the volume live
1: nation presents concert week